For me personally, you know, Cal has been in the optics world, kind of the little secret, you know, that a lot of people haven't heard of. And when people look through it, they really say, man, this thing's amazing. Powered by Onyx Hunt, and for good reason. Onyx Hunt is the number one hunting GPS app in the industry. Stay tuned for a Rockcast promo code. Thanks for coming along for another episode. I'm Sam Weaver, host of today's Tipsy Tuesday, a short segment covering rockslide.com tidbits, hunting news from across the West, with just a sprinkling of tips and tricks to keep you well informed for your next adventure. In today's show, we're joined by Paul Cardos from Kawa USA. Paul is here to let us know what's been happening over at Kawa and walk us through some of their newest offerings. Welcome to the show, Paul. Hey, Sam. Thanks for having me. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good, buddy. Good, good. Good to talk with you. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, I'm pretty excited to have you guys as a sponsor of Rockslide and have you on the show. I'm a big fan of your optic. Um, my personal spot and scope is a Kawa. A lot of people maybe haven't heard of you or don't know all the new offerings you guys have. Why don't you kind of give us a rundown of what you guys been up to the last little bit here? Yeah, so, um, you, you know, we're most, uh, we make kind of uh, most of our hay with our spotting scopes our fluorite spotting scopes in particular. We have a 55 millimeter, 88 millimeter, 99. And then uh, just uh, this past month, we've launched our 66 millimeter fluorite scope. So that's joined the family and that's rolling out here. Uh, we should have stock uh, later on this week, actually. Yeah, I saw it on pre-sale there. I think it's going to be a huge scope for those people that want a backpack and they need that extra you know sometimes size is a limiting factor you can't really bring the, the biggest just because you don't have have the room for it oh for sure yeah and uh you know we we kind of had the mix offering there with the 55s and 77s but with the 66 needed to be updated uh unfortunately our uh 77 we had to uh say goodbye to which everyone loves i love it myself it, it was hard to do but in the way to make the line more uh cohesive you know we have our compact series now at 55 and 65 millimeter and then we'll have our full size offerings at 88 and 99 and then as well the those three scopes the 66 88 99 will all use the same eyepiece now as well so it's kind of a quasi uh, modular system if you want to use the traditional 25 to 60 zoom the uh, long eye relief eyepiece or the wide angle fixed uh, mag that we have as well and i don't want to to distract from us right now but i got the wide angle mag and that thing's impressive that thing's impressive if you put it on the new 66 what what uh, magnification are you getting there? Uh, it's a 30. Oh, I'm sorry, 35. 35X on the 66 there. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, well, why don't you throw us a couple more specs out, if you know them offhand. What, what's the new 66 going to weigh? Uh, so that one's coming in at just under 53 ounces with the eyepiece attached. Quite a bit smaller and quite a bit lighter than the 88. Oh, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, coupling that with the you, just the smaller form factor as well, it makes it a much more uh, compact scope to be carrying around with you. I can't wait to get my hands on it. I know uh, Matt Cashel here at Rockslide, he's got one in his possession. He's doing a review on it. I'm looking forward to the review 
see how it stacks up to what he's uh, got going on there. Yeah, I've, uh, we're pretty excited too. I mean, this is our first batch getting out. Uh, we've had several samples get out and uh, e- even a couple events so far that we've been able to show it and the feedback's been really great. I'm, I'm super stoked to get customers their scopes this uh, later this week and early next week and start to how they feel about it when it's out in the field. Uh, you know, when it dropped... I don't know, last week, maybe a week and a half ago, there was quite a few YouTube videos that came out. I watched, I don't know, three or four. They were all pretty impressive. I'm also waiting for those that got their pre-orders in to see how they feel about it. I know it's going to be a great scope, but, you know, everybody's opinion and what they're used to really makes an impact. Oh, yeah, for sure. And then, yeah, we had a couple uh, samples and... uh it's, it's funny because I kind of uh, lurk lurk behind the scenes there on the forums and just kind of read what's going on, seeing what's going on in case there's anything uh, glaring. The sample that we had sent out for testing was actually our original sample that came from Japan and was sent to Europe for some images uh, to be taken of it for the catalogs and marketing materials. And then it made it way, its way over to us and we kicked it out to... Uh, to our friends uh, uh, up at SNS to take a look at it. And, you know, sometimes you see things that say like, oh, I wonder if this is like a hand-picked sample that's, you know, super duper made for reviews. And actually this one's kind of been around the globe quite a bit and used. I looked at it before I sent it out. It looked good. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm expecting the same type of quality out of the production models that'll be here this week. I know a lot of people may not be as familiar with, with Kawa as some of the other brands. Why don't you tell us, you know, kind of where they manufacture Kawa and, and kind of what your process is at Kawa USA. The scopes are all uh, designed and manufactured in Japan. Uh, we have our own factory. Uh, it's about an hour and a half uh, northeast of Tokyo. Main scopes that we, we do in line are, of course, our fluorite scopes. Um, so we utilize a fluorite crystal lens for our uh, 55, 66, 88, 99 spotting scope. Yeah, this is just kind of the the culmination, this lineup of several decades of spotting scope production that they've been doing. Co started making scope post-war uh, when the military was fo- uh, forced to disperse. They actually had brought in most of their optical engineers to begin working on optics projects that were consumer-based and B2B-based because we also do some things like CCTV and machine vision and what have you. Yeah, so we've actually had like a consumer, a consumer-facing spotting scope since the late 50s, early 60s. The Rockcast is powered by OnX Hunt, the number one hunting GPS app in the industry. Join the millions of hunters who trust Onyx to find more game, discover new access, and hunt smarter. Some of the key features of Onyx are the ability to combine critical land data with on-the-ground exploration to build your perfect map and find success. All your save markups sync automatically to all devices for use in the field or from home. Onyx includes nationwide public and private land boundaries. Hunt with confidence and find new opportunities using color-coded public land maps, private parcel ownership information, and clearly marked boundaries. Mark locations crucial to your hunt with custom waypoints. Measure distances of your walk-in, shot across canyon, or distance to the nearest access point with lines. View maps in 3D and choose satellite, topo, or hybrid base maps to have the best easy-to-read visual for your hunt. Go as far from the grid as you want. No cell service required. Save detailed maps, layers, and markups for offline use. With live tracking and current location features, you'll make it out and back just like you planned. Don't risk getting turned around or lost.
So if you're ready to make the jump to Onyx, use the code ROCKCAST at checkout and save yourself 20%. For me personally, you know, Cal has been in the optics world, kind of the little secret, you know, that a lot of people haven't heard of. And when people look through it, they really say, man, this thing's amazing. You got to you gotta see it. I know you guys been making a, a big push here with Kawa USA going on the last three or five years or so. Um, you want to talk a little bit about that? Uh, sure. Yeah, I think a lot of it has just been just kind of organic growth, uh, tons of word of mouth. Uh, we don't have the biggest marketing budget. Uh, you, you know, you've seen us at shows and stuff. We don't have these big elaborate booths and tons of staff and stuff running around. It's usually me and a couple people uh, answering questions. And, uh, and so it's just me usually and a couple guys at uh, the booth. But it, the true testament is just the people using it out in the field. Uh you know, they've shown it to friends or coworkers or people they're guiding. It's just caught on that way. In, in addition, I think we, we got a big bump on the, uh, more or less on the outdoor side, hunting side, when we launched our 55 millimeter compact fluorite scope. That was kind of unique to the market at the time for it to have like an ultra premium compact. And that kind of opened the doors to not only looking at that as a solution, but also like, oh, hey, they got 77. That's really good. Or this 88 or 883, maybe even before the 99. So since that 55, we've kind of evolved our line as well. So people that have kind of been looking at it, they've seen us roll out a few scopes over the last five years I'm like oh wow you know they're doing something you guys have been pretty busy the last you had the 55 then the 99 rolled out you rolled out the extra wide eyepiece which is huge especially on those bigger 99 88s there just the field of view is so amazing and the image quality is just wow i think you really have to experience it yourself to be able to appreciate it there yeah and then we after the 99 we had uh re redesigned the 88 kind of matches with the aesthetics of the new 99 scope and then the 66 follows in that footsteps and that it's essentially here now so the great thing is is you know we were all together our european team and our japanese team engineer sales and we were just uh chatting it up and talking about things coming down the road and, and it's exciting i mean it's not done here there's there's more products coming you know we've got things uh, carved out for the next several years. So I think it's a great time to take a look and a great time to uh, kind of get into the Koa family of products. I've been impressed not only with the scope that I have, but with just seeing uh, your new releases. But I think some of the questions that I often get asked is, okay, the glass is great. They've been around for a while, but, you know, where's their customer service at? Because, you know, when you're talking these fluoride glass, you're not talking a cheap scope. These these are top of the line. You pay for that, that quality. And a lot of people want to know how Kawa stands behind their product there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we have a very comparable warranty to everyone else in that segment as far as that goes. We cover any uh, manufacturer defects for the life of the product. Um, we have service capabilities here domestically, so we can get your scope or binocular, whatever it may be, sorted out there in California in relatively quick turnaround time. We've also gotten a lot better. We know everybody's, especially this time of year, there's time sensitivities, whether it be, you know, you're drawing a tag, you're going on a trip, it, whatever it could be. So we try to be cognizant of that as well. And if it's something where the repair is extending a little longer or where we're waiting apart, we try to get people uh, fulfilled with a demo to use while they're out. And then when you get home, we'll, we'll swap them back out and get your repair back to you and you get that demo out. So you're not going without while you're, you know, when you have something big planned. Excellent customer service. So if we call 
you call in to your customer service email is the best way to get a hold of you how does how does that aspect of it kind of work pretty much the easiest way to do it is to reach us at customer service at coa.com it's a general inbox for anything service related even if it's just general questions or compatibility questions myself and several other people see these like i said i work remote so i'm in michigan so i'm actually up a few hours earlier than the office is so i can kind of grab some of those before that opens up and and get some of those answered and kind of gives us i don't want to say around the clock coverage but it gives us good coverage as far as being able to get back to people in a timely fashion and yeah as far as that goes that's the easiest way um calling into the office uh, inevitably you'll probably end up at a voicemail and that'll get transferred and it still get back to you no problem you can call our main eight underline but customer service at coa.com is the best avenue right get that email in. You have a full staff team, but at the same time, you guys are working within the constraints of, of being in different time zones and whatnot. So let me ask you this. How, how's the best way to, to get our hands on one of these coas? You guys got uh, official dealers or reach out to you direct or, or how's that all work out? Yeah, we, we have a great dealer base. We have uh, over 100 dealers, uh, both here in the States and up in Canada through, uh, from West Coast to East Coast. In some instances, it's a little more difficult to find us. We don't, we don't deal with uh, big box stores, so you can't go down to like a Bass Pro and see our product and stuff like that you know we have a dealer locator on our website and you can see some things geographically within your location we also have a litany of online retailers that supply our product as well quite a few rock slide sponsors that that carry your koa products there anyways what's next for koa usa oh there's always something always something up our sleeves here but uh you know i can't get into details but i, I mean there's still several products and I think there's a whole segment of products that we're glaringly missing on that alpha side that uh, we're looking forward to being able to bring to market in the next couple of years. Again, it's exciting times of the evolution of the product, uh, especially uh, the rate that we've been kicking things out over the last several years. Uh, it's, it's Again, it's a good time to get into it because... Uh, we'll have more, always more stuff we're working on. And also, same as you had mentioned earlier, talking about customer service and questions and things like that. The other thing that we that we really enjoy and that we do actually share and talk amongst ourselves is feedback from our customers. Good, bad, or indifferent, we take that feedback and we try to improve on whether it be the products themselves, the processes internally, whatever it may be. So any of the folks out there listening if uh, you've got some feedback uh, tidbits to share uh, we're always welcome to to listen for that yeah and you guys have made some major upgrades on one of that that's where the 66 came from right I mean that was customer based feedback of hey we'd love the 55 but maybe we're not getting the uh, the field of view size that we'd like why don't you bring out a little little something else for us it for the sheep mountain right yeah and, and again like I said I kind of <laughs> lurk in the background there and read the read the threads and see what's going on and i could definitely see you know whether it be discussions about the 55 or 77 that there was demand and there was uh hope that there would be a uh fluorite 66 in the future and of course uh everybody was set back a little bit with covid so some of those plans got delayed a little bit here we are now and uh that's that's come to fruition and 
Uh, we're just excited to be able to bring that out and have people check it out. I think it'll do really well. You know, at the time, you know, before we launched this, there's really only one other 65 premium scope on the market. There's not a lot of choice there. It, at least we could throw our hat in the ring on that size and see how it works. Confident that'll hold up well. Options are always good, depending on the trip you need. Maybe you need more than one scope. I know I can't afford one, but man, I'd really... <laughs> Really like to have one big one and one small one, right? I'm super looking forward to the reviews and I'm super pumped to see what else you guys are cooking up there and when that's going to come out. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we'll have to jump back on uh, maybe... You know, this around this time next year and see uh, what's what's coming down the pike or what, what already has come out. Sure, we'll get you back on here. If you guys haven't checked Ekoa out, you see it at the booth at one of these sports shows, do yourself a favor and go look through that thing. I have no doubt that you'll be impressed. All right, Paul, anything you want to close with? No, I just thought uh, thank you for the time. It was good to talk with you. Of course, I'd be remiss if I didn't thank everyone again for, for going out there and taking a look and purchasing a COA and seeing what, you know, seeing what it has to offer and showing it to your friends and everything like that. And that's definitely uh, what's helped us uh, get to the point we're at. So thank you so much. And as a little teaser on my end, I am doing a little review with the 99 COA stacked it up against some really impressive glass, but I'm taking it on a few more hunts and I don't know, you may not be able to get it back for me. <laughs> Let's see. Well, yeah, go ahead. Use that through season, man. I don't need it. I'm not going to miss it right now. So, All right, Paul. I appreciate the conversation. I will catch up with you here in a while. Sounds good, Sam. Take care now. Moving on to Rockslide Review Articles. Today, we catch up with Kyle Sandusky to talk about his newest review on the Elite Omnia. Welcome to the show, Kyle. Hey, Sam. How you doing? Hey, great. I read through your article on, on Rockslide's homepage there, and man, that that was an intense article. You kind of want to walk us through how you how you started, where you kind of started at. That review idea, I guess you could you could say, just really kind of kind of popped up because, like, when you talk to a lot of folks, you know, people seem to think like you know bows haven't changed in five years or ten years or whatever the case may be. And what really interested me about the Omnia is, is the folks that I talked to who had shot it kind of spoke to it having a lot of speed, but maybe really not falling into uh, the adjectives that a lot of other speed bows. Have had where maybe they were really rough on the draw cycle or super finicky on shooting form and that sort of thing. And me being a very uh, analytical minded person, I kind of pursued the idea with Robbie and uh, got in touch with, with somebody over at Elite, getting their thoughts on a review. And, and it just kind of grew from there to where Cindy and I had a, a few years of scores put together with uh, the same bow that we've had for quite a while each and just kind of lended itself to being able to shoot this bow that was supposed to be a speed bow and and see if it shot as accurately or better than what we had in the past and and so that was kind of the the thesis if you will of, of what we were trying to test right anytime you can pick up speed you know it really helps uh, judging distance and whatnot gives you a little more margin of error as long as it shoots the as well so what did you find out as you went through your process there the rock cast is also powered by magview gear Step up your digiscoping game with the most streamlined digiscoping adapter in the industry. MagView pioneered a new era of digiscoping with its universal minimalistic spotting scope and binocular adapters. The system is designed to eliminate the frustrations and inconveniences found in traditional digiscoping systems. MagView's multifunctional system consists of three interchangeable designs, the S1 spotting scope adapter, the B1 binocular adapter, and the MagView phone plate. All MagView systems create an incredibly strong, stable, digiscoping platform, 
and only require a super thin stainless steel plate adhered to the phone to secure it to the optic. No more bulky phone cases, no more optic-specific adapters. MagView is the digiscoping choice for minimalist hunters looking for one adapter to fit most in-class optics. Many Rockslide members and staff have chosen the MagView system. You can see our in-depth review at rockslide.com and the Rockslide YouTube channel. To discover more about MagView gear, visit magviewgear.com for full specification, installation videos, and tips and tricks. Start capturing your own MagView moments today. So basically, you know, what we learned was neither of us at all found that the the draw cycle or a lot of the things that I think people put into the six foot bow test, I, I, I think what, what Howard kind of called it in one of his recent reviews, you know, seemed to apply. Like we felt the draw cycles were fine, shooting the bows, holding the bows, like there wasn't vibration, there wasn't a lot of sound. So really what it came down to was downrange results for us. And it took us a little bit of time to kind of get used to a different bow from what we've been shooting for three or four years and larger sample sizes than just like one day at the range and i found that i improved a little bit um i, I tend to shoot uh, a little bit better than than most people that i come across and, and so improvements for me you know small percentages so so i found maybe two three percentage improvement on scoring uh cindy found a lot larger improvement on scoring because like you just said like increased velocity um you know really helps with range estimation and, and i think for her being a 25 inch draw length and, and mid 50s draw weight picking up 20 30 feet per second is a huge boost because that pin gap shortens quite a bit so i i think she picked up uh, a lot more accuracy because of that added velocity. And I think a lot of her success also came from improved confidence and whatnot, where, um, you know, a, a small uh, a small decrease in maybe her pin float had a, a lot better uh, downrange results is, is, is what I think for her. But yeah, we, we really enjoyed the bows and downrange results really, I think, kind of speak speak for themselves. Do you remember offhand kind of what velocity gains you guys gained over your old bow when you went to the Omnia? The Omnia is a 347 IBO. So on my results uh, with the same arrow going from my reckoning to the Omnia, I went from about 263, 265 with a 550 grain arrow to right around 280. Kind of varied between like 279, 282, probably depended on, you know, the the chronograph, that sort of thing. Depp, I think she picked up with her normal arrow arrows 35 feet per second um and then we also grabbed her a little bit lighter arrow so she ultimately because of the lighter arrows and the higher efficiency of the omnia she ended up going from like 190 feet per second with the 510 grain arrow roughly to around 260 feet per second so she also found too that the draw cycle from her old bow which is a women's specific bow to the omnia was smooth enough for her that she actually picked up draw weight as well which i thought was super interesting um because when you think about like a velocity minded bow you think like harsh draw cycle and and you know maybe harder on your shoulder but she kind of found the opposite to where she picked up draw weight as well as the increased efficiency of the omnia so she got a drastic amount of velocity yeah i saw that she went up to 57 pounds that's quite an increase that she had yeah. and I, I do think you know archery is all about mental confidence however you can find that you're gonna see a increase in performance there yeah 100 what else did you find by 
going to a newer bow? I mean, was there a lot of new technology in the new Elite you found? Or It's really intrigued me about what Elite has come out with. Elite uh, has what they call the set technology and moves the cam right and left uh, from a user standpoint without a bow press by essentially kind of pivoting the limb pocket. Um, so that was something that, to me, it makes a lot of sense to be able to make adjustments with just an Allen key and, and not have to press the bow. What I think was pretty unique about the Omnia, and I, I, it also exists in Elite's era and uh, their target bow, the Verdict, is that mini mod system where you can adjust with just the turn of an Allen wrench on the cam. Um, you can make micro adjustments to draw length, and that also affects the the, the the felt let off as well. So you could genuinely sit there with that bow and, and with uh, just one Allen wrench, shoot an end, see how it felt, make a slight adjustment, and, and keep playing with that until you dial in like the exact draw length that you really want and the exact let off that you really want. And there's so many different ways you can accomplish that. That's really where, like in that review that I, I did, I mean, a big part of that review is just all sorts of different charts and different mod positions and, and sliding that mini mod different positions uh, to get different draw lengths. And then that achieves different let offs. And they also have it set up too, where you can have it as a, a cable stop um, or a limb stop as well if, if you like a different feel. So uh, we played around with them all sorts of different ways. And for Cindy, it was pretty easy to kind of settle on what she wanted. She's not really a tinkerer, but I mean, I was changing something every every week uh, to, to figure out what I liked. And um, for me being a, a very uh, test and evaluate kind of person, it was, it was a pretty fun project. Yeah, that's a very thorough review. And I think anybody that's kind of interested in it, what technology Elite's got coming out this year or even moving to the future should give that a look and look at those charts. And, you know, we can't talk about it all all today, but it's all in there. Like I said, there's there's probably an infinite number of combinations. All right. Sounds awesome. I, I love the review. Hopefully we piqued the interest of a few listeners out there. Anything you think we missed, we want to close out? No, um, I hope people liked reading it. And uh, really the biggest thing is I hope somebody looked at it and said, oh gosh, you know, I, I appreciate the effort and maybe I learned something, that sort of thing. Well, if somebody wants to reach out to you, Kyle, where can they find you at on Rockside? Uh, my username is just SNDMN11. Uh, it's like Sandman without the A's. We've got that homepage review and then there's a link at the bottom. Anything in there, I, uh, I've i got the notification on for, for that thread as, as well as any of the other reviews I've done. So yeah, happy to happy to talk to anybody that wants to reach out for sure. Hey, well, thanks for coming on the show. All right, you bet. More reviews. Howard Mead does an in-depth review of Hoyt's RX-7 Ultra. Howard's key point, no hump, no dump. Consistent and smooth draw. No jump, dead in the hand. Grip it. New grip angle. And then Howard takes the RX-7 Ultra out and hunts with it. How's it do? Well, you're going to have to read the review. You can find it on Rockslide's homepage. That's R-O-K-S-L-I-D-E dot com. As this episode is airing on Tuesday, I'm out hunting, so we'll have to recap the news next week. I hope all you listeners are gearing up to go hunting real soon yourselves. The season is finally upon us. Stay safe out there. Until next time, this has been Sam Weaver. <laughs>